Welcome to the Paco Zen Show, where if you snooze, you lose. If you think long, you think wrong. Where preparation beats elaboration. Where MBSR, mindfulness-based stress reduction, helps you every day. And where we give you the tools so that you could be a better person today than you were yesterday. So I have a Buddhist name, Genkoji. And the idea for this podcast, at least at the beginning until we get our, we get some grounding, is that I want to talk about um, things that can be helpful to humanity, to all beings in the world. And the way that I like to kind of put an umbrella or a theme on it is that I've come to the conclusion at least partially that and and, and I've come to this conclusion more recently than forever but maybe I did have it for a long time and that is that at the age of almost 81 years old I'll be I'll be 81 in January 8th by the way at the same time that my daughter will be 28 but that being said, I've come to the conclusion that self-care, caring for yourself, is not a selfish act. And I want to kind of like, would, would want to suggest that you memorize that. Self-care is not a selfish act. Because a lot of us who are, who, who are caregivers, or we're parents, or we like to help people, give out a lot. But sometimes we forget to take care of ourselves. So that's the main idea, caring for ourselves, caring for ourselves as a, as a, as a goal, as a, as a commitment, the way you brush your teeth, a commitment. Um, and so recently, um, I've, been, I've been learning a lot from, from, from uh, Miguel. Miguel is a, a, a technology engineering engineer and he's been doing that for a long, long time. So I've been blending the, my experiences and with the new technology advances. And so, um, of recent, um, in the last 13 weeks, I've lost um, close to 20 pounds, and I got 20 more to go. I'm gonna go from 189.90 to about 140.45. But I'll talk about that later. So, um, Miguel, I'm gonna let you kind of introduce yourself and talk about the kinds of things that you and I have been working on and perhaps how I become, I've become sort of uh, your student and you become my student. So yes, we're, both, yes. we're both teaching each other. Sure, so me and Paco met a few years ago. Um, mutual friend introduced us uh, as business mentors and, and uh, technology. I was gonna bring technology uh, experience for one of the projects Paco was working on. So in meeting Paco, I started to give him books about technology. And what I realized was Paco was reading these books 
faster than anyone I could. Like, I would give him a book and he'd be like, all right, give me another one, dude. That blockchain book yeah, was I was, awesome. I was, I was using audio books, so I was, I was listening to the books in the car. And as I was doing exercise and doing my four miles a day, I was listening. So I was burning those books. And I still am, by the way. I still am. So, so we look up and Paco is like 10 technology books deep. Probably more than most people uh, 20, 30, 40, 50 years younger than him. And he starts, we start talking about all these possibilities. Once he starts understanding all the technology opportunity that I started to see through these same books, he starts, we start going after projects and looking at things and artificial intelligence is one of them. And we're looking at how artificial intelligence can help humanity, right? So um, Paco comes across this app called Noom and he tells me, dude, there's an AI that says it can help me lose weight. I'm going to try it. So I'm like, let's see how it works. So Paco starts doing it and he's telling me as he's doing it, dude, this thing is changing how I, how I am. And I just want, like, like, I wanted you to talk about that experience. Like, how, how did that start to work, and how is it working? How has it helped you lose the weight? Well, I'll do that. But before that, I just want to say that um, for the last 30, 40 years or more, I've been convinced that aging is, and, 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 and particularly that death is not inevitable. I have for the last 30, 40 years believed that aging is a disease. Now, 40 years ago, when I started talking about that, people thought that I, I couldn't get anybody into, on another podcast, I'll talk more about that. But of recent, um, you know, I've been reading- Oh, the, the book I gave him, the, the, Lifespan. Uh, lifespan, he gave me a book, Lifespan. And that Lifespan is, is, is like a must read for everybody. Um, because it talks about the research that is being done right now. And Ray Kurzweiler, which is one of the most incredible futurists that exists today. Uh, he's an engineer at Google in charge of longevity. Uh, and so I don't want to go in that, that track right now. But that as a background also helps you understand that when I heard Noon being advertised in NPR, and knowing the struggle that I've been through in losing just 10 pounds, I had a big belly and I said, and I've been preaching about that big bellies is an, is an, it's a heart attack in the making. And I just, I didn't invent that. That's all the research points to that. And I couldn't lose it. And I've been an athlete all my life. I know a lot about nutrition. I've been following tons of systems, which I'll go to in another podcast that sometimes work. So I said, let me try, let me try Noon. And what Noon has done is that it, it has added a piece that I didn't have before. And that is that it supplies data to me. That for me, my personality, unbeknownst to me, it works. I've been at it 13 weeks. I've recorded 138 meals uh, uh, yeah, consecutively. I have um, walked something like 120,000 steps in the last 13 weeks. It gives me sleep data. Uh, so for some reason, data has motivated me and also the fact that noon is not about losing weight. 
Noon is a result of changing your style and your life and becoming responsible and monitoring what happens with your body, with this vessel. So I got an old car. This is an old car. <laughs> but, but you know, if, just like if it was a real old car, if you put the right oil in, if you do the right maintenance in, and if you take that car more than just running around the block, you take it for long runs, that car is gonna continue to function. And so, you know, the, the main thing that I've learned is basically, and I've learned it from noon, I've learned it from lifespan, and that is that you eat less. We've known that for 2,000 years. You eat less, you're gonna be good. You uh, exercise, you're gonna be, be good, and you watch the sugar that you take in and the salt you take in. So you, you uh, calorie restriction, exercise, and you eat less. And so I've been, I've been on this track, and now, like today, I, 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 I weighed in at 167. I broke 170. I mean, I, I haven't been at 167. I don't even think when I ran my last marathon, which was in 9-11, which was 2001, I don't even think I ran that at 167. I ran it at 170 or something. I couldn't break that. So I'm very excited about doing this, and... Um, I really believe that, you know, uh, as, a, as a Zen teacher, I've been talking about, you know, the manifestation and the realization of the oneness of life, which basically translates into, I just want to be a better person today than I was yesterday. I want to be a better person today than I was yesterday. That's, that's my objectives all the time. And by um, doing what I'm doing now, in terms of self-care, I think I can be in a position to do the kinds of things that I'm doing right now with Miguel. You know, so um, that's that's pretty much the explanation. And, and what Noom has done that, that you said unbeknownst to you is it gamified your experience of losing weight. So that data and seeing, oh man, I'm at a thousand steps. Let me try to do 2,000 next time. That's gamification. So that's just like gambling in our brain, right? Technology, just like Facebook, people get addicted to these tech platforms it's because they're creating gamification little triggers in our brain absolutely that trigger you to keep going right absolutely. so so what AI allows you to do is it allows you to learn the person and figure out what stats what data you will need to keep going that's probably what Noom is they're under the, the hood what they're doing they're just watching your data points and saying okay this is what drives that person so let's make sure we we hone in on here and focus and make sure he continues to do well here. And, you know, Paco has been raving about it. He calls me every morning on the track. He's like, I'm doing four miles. And I'm like this in my bed, like, oh, my God. I got to do some work. <laughs> the, other thing, the other thing is that when you get into noon, and I'm sounding like a, a commercial for it, but, you know, it, it works. It's worked for me. Is that they give you an interview uh, at the beginning. And they ask you, what is it in your being that you need help with? Oh. So I chose, instead of picking nutrition or, or all kinds of other categories that they have, I picked, I want to be psychologically and spiritually motivated. Which sounds weird because you, you say, well, you're a Zen priest and you meditate and all of that stuff. But from my perspective, 
that practice hasn't worked for me in, getting, in, 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 in changing my life or changing my direction so I lose weight. So I put motivation. So every day they give me uh, a set of readings and also they give me a set of tricks. You know, um, hashtag Master Paco, hashtag this. So they, uh -huh. they, they do hashtag. And so they have, and they've been building on it. As I get better, they built on it. They built on it. And then they review some of the things psychologically that you do to yourself. When you self-beat yourself. When you, when you go down. For, for instance, I um, got to 170 and I couldn't break 170 for the last week and a half, two weeks. Something like week and a half long. Uh, I stayed at 170. I couldn't break the 170. So then sending me stuff basically encouraged me that that's okay. That it's normal to sometimes hit a plateau That's because the body, the body is kind of fighting this whole thing. But you know, when I broke this morning, when I went to one sixty-seven point four or something like that, and I was elated. I was elated. So I was excited. And the other thing that you know, all of you know out there, that when people come around and say, "Man, you look good. Man, you lost weight. Wow, you're looking good, dude." Like. Those those affirmations yeah, are, are incredible. So, um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do more of these podcasts. Um, I want to be able to like this tell you stories, tell you stories about uh, my life, um, how I came from Puerto Rico when I was eight years old, my journey here, my journey into Buddhism and Zen, uh, my journey as a businessman, an entrepreneur. Um, my getting together with these young guys who are like super involved in cutting edge technology and how I've had to, you know, do a lot of work uh, and a lot of reading just to catch up a little bit with them. And sometimes I get ahead of them in some things and that just makes me so happy, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I'm telling them stuff. <laughs> Paco, Paco is like no 80 year old you've ever met. He knows more about technology than like most 30, 40, 50 year olds. And um, so another book I gave him was Lifespan. Uh, there was a there was a podcast I listened to and it spoke about just like he's been saying, age is a disease. You don't have to get older. There's all these um, things that are going on. So I so I checked out the guy's book, and while I'm reading it, I'm just thinking about Paco and my dad, right? So I tell my dad, you got to check out this book. So he check he he reads it. He reads it fast too. And he comes back and he's like, you know what's crazy about that book? I have, my father has diabetes, my mother has diabetes. So I'm most likely going to have diabetes if I don't change the way I do things, right? He said, the doctor gave me this, this medicine and I stopped taking it because I don't want to take these medicines that these doctors give me. But the book says that that medicine is one of the medicines you need to live longer. So he starts taking it again. And I'm like, wow, I didn't even finish the book. He finishes the book and I tell him luckily and he takes his medicine again and now he's on this path. So I tell Paco about this. Paco the next day goes to his doctor and gets it prescribed and now Paco is on it. And I, and I, you know, I want you to tell, talk about that. Oh well, yeah, so, so uh, I, I read the book. I'm reading it the second time by the way. And, and, I, and I, was, I was using uh, uh, audiobooks. But then I ordered, I ordered, I ordered uh, uh, two copies uh, hardcover, actually three copies, one for my wife, one for myself, and I walked into my doctor who's a cardiologist, and he'll go nameless right now because 
I don't want to name him unless I ask him for permission, but he's a cardiologist and I've known him since he was a little kid because I used to play racquetball with his dad, <laughs> right? So um, they're brothers, the two brothers and they're, and, they're, um, and they're doctors. And he's a cardiologist and about a year and a half ago, he had a heart attack. Oh. So he's now walking with a cane and he's in recovery. So I go back to the doctor's office and I say, doctor, I have a gift for you, this book. And he said, well, you kind of look at me, you know. I said, wait, 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 well, let's turn to this, to the last chapter. In the last chapter, the guy says, I am not a doctor, I'm a researcher. My father is 80 years old. My father is like, like traveling all over the world. He feels like a million dollars. This Sinclair is from Australia and he's studying in Boston and he's, he's a his research out of Harvard uh, Medical School. And he says, but, and I'm a doctor, so I don't prescribe. But this is what my, my father does. And this is what I do. And he lists the things that he's taking, the medicines that he's taking. And metformin uh, is one of them. And then there's several other ones. So I tell the doctor, this, this is what I want to get into, this stuff. <laughs> so immediately prescribes the, the thing that I needed. Some of them, most of them are over the counter, uh, like the one that comes out of, out of red wine, uh, starts with an R. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you these, but you should get the book. Yeah, anyway. there'll be a link over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, so I tell this to the doctor. So the doctor starts copying down. My doctor is on this thing now. He is? He is. Oh, no, no, he immediately got in it. He, um, so I went back to, to because we, they did a blood test on me, because That's one of the things awesome. that I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take blood tests either every month or every two months, and I'm gonna put it in a spreadsheet because, because the blood is the first indicator if there's any changes in anything in your, in, your, in your categories that are important for you to watch. So anyway, he's on it. That's crazy. And now my doctor's calling me on the phone about stuff that he's doing. And uh, <laughs> no, it's See, technology, man. No, it's like amazing. <laughs> Here's a patient going to his own doctor and telling him things that he should do for himself. Man, it's like... I'm going to start taking it. I want to see how long I live. I'm going to live to 500. <laughs> anyway. But, but this is the type of stuff that um, I've been talking to Paco about creating a podcast because everything he tells me is so um, motivational, inspirational. And I'm, I'm, I'm practicing with him. But the hope is some of the people Paco knows that will be sitting in this chair going to blow your mind. So to me... It's cool to be the first person that's there with you, learning, honing your skill, um, and extending your life, hopefully. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think for for me, I want to learn more about. I'm gonna. I didn't even finish the book. That's how crazy it is. I just. I guess the universe, like you always tell me, the universe brought me that book to hand it off to you and my dad. But I need to finish it. It's a, it's a tough read for me for some reason. I don't know why. Um, when I say read, I mean audiobook, so tough listen. <laughs> but I'm going to finish it. Um, so get, get so, so my, my last thought on this, and then we'll, we'll conclude, is that um, I want to live, I want to be able to keep this, this body, this soul and spirit, um, weld, oiled, and functioning for the next 10, 12 years. According to Ray Kurzweiler, which I spoke about earlier, that's the first stage in which there's gonna be enough technology developed in the next 10, 12 years so that you will be able to be helped, whatever, whatever the help is. The nanotechnology, little robotic things that you will ingest 
uh, that will be put into your skin, and they're, they're gonna be the size of your blood cells. And they will reprogram your, your organs to the age of 25 or whatever the, 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 your, your prime age was. Um, and that will take you to another 20 years, another 10 years to 2040, in which is a second stage, in which then all bets are off about the ability to live longer. But it's not living longer, because living longer um, isn't necessarily that attractive to a lot of people, but living with an, exp not an expansion, an expansion of capacity uh, in your lifetime. So we're gonna conclude. Uh, my last thing is, I hope that this has been helpful to you. Please connect with us, please connect with Miguel. He's like the guy who, who's gonna be like the rudder on this thing. He's gonna be guiding me in a lot of this technology and in a lot of these podcasts. Um, if you want some more of this, let us know. Um, Miguel, you got the last word. Yep, so, so do Paco, do what Paco's doing. He's dedicated the last part of his life to understanding how technology can help him extend his life. Everything I'm doing right now is trying to make sure that people understand what technology can do to better their lives. And right now, what I feel like is people see technology and they just think the phone, they just think this, but technology is in everything. And make sure you educate yourself on the opportunities that technology will give you to live longer, to live a better life. That's all. So it's extending life and expanding life. So you're looking at someone who's 80, who is living 80 chronologically, but my activities are expanding things that I've never done before. And that's what makes living so exciting for me. Thank you so much. Be well, be blessed. Until next time.